0: I invite you once again to that of Psalm 37, Psalm 37, and tonight we're going to be entering into that of the fourth section of uh, this uh, Psalm. Uh, Lord willing, we will finish up with uh, the Psalm uh, next Sunday morning, Uh, but the verses that we're going to be dealing with tonight are verses 27 through 33. And we'll just read those verses for your hearing uh, tonight. Beginning with verse number 27, the psalmist says, Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. May the Lord add his blessing uh, to that of the reading uh, of this uh, section. Uh, of the psalm this morning, we dealt with uh, that of verses 21 through uh, 26, and as uh, we did, uh, we pointed out that uh, the uh, theme of of the wicked and the righteous uh, 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 was once again uh, before us, but primarily that of the uh, focus being upon that of the righteous uh, uh, there in that section. Uh, In verse 21, we had a contrast with the wicked and the righteous. Verse 22, we had a contrast once again. And then verses 23 through that of 26, the focus was upon uh, that of uh, the godly. Now, tonight, uh, as we enter into the section which is uh, before us, we uh, have some practical uh, advice once again given to us, like, uh, was given to us uh, in the very beginning of the psalm. Uh, the Lord, or the psalmist, began this psalm uh, with that of a command to fret not because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. And then he began to give us uh, uh, that of some applicable instructions uh, uh, in light of uh, this very thing. He called us upon us to trust in the Lord, to delight ourselves uh, in the Lord, to commit our ways into the Lord, uh, to rest in the Lord, to cease from anger, uh, and uh, these were uh, words of of command and application for us uh, in light of that of the command to fret not uh, tonight. Uh, in lieu of that of uh, uh, that of the the wicked. Uh, uh, uh that of their evil doings. Uh, the psalmist here beginning with verse uh, 27, uh, He speaks to that of the righteous. Uh, he says, "Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. Depart. The word here has the ideal to uh, turn aside or uh, to turn away, uh, to change orientation or direction uh, that one uh, is walking in. Uh, and uh, the psalmist here, he says, uh, depart from evil. Uh, now, this could uh, be that of evil doing, uh, 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 that, that of the evil way, not to have anything to do uh, with uh, that of uh, the evil way, or we could also say that uh, we could include with this that of association. Uh, depart from those that uh, do evil; don't have any association uh, with them. We're told by the Apostle Paul uh, over in uh, the book of Galatians, I believe it. It is, uh, if my memory serves, not, not Galatians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, to abstain from all appearances uh, of evil. That would go right along with that of what the psalmist here uh, is is telling us uh, here in verse number 27 when he says, Depart. Depart. Turn aside uh, from that of evil. That of the evil one. That of the evil away. And then, you note, he then gives that of a positive positive. Uh, and the positive is uh, that of something that we're to do. He says, "Depart from uh, evil and do good. Do good. Do that which is right uh, and pleasing in the sight of the Lord." And then he says, "And dwell." Forever more. Now the idea here in this last part, of course, uh, would have to do with uh, that, of, that, that of dwelling, that, that of living. Uh, uh, and I believe we can take this in, in that of a future sense. Not, not only, not only uh, uh, here in this life, but also in the future sense uh, that, we'll, that we would live eternally. Those that are the saints of God, those who are the righteous, those that uh, know the Lord, they do right. They do that which is pleasing to the Lord. They desire to do those things uh, that are pleasing in His sight and to please uh, uh, that of uh, the Lord. So he says, "Depart from evil and do good. Do good and his, And he says, "And dwell forevermore." Now if we look back up in verse 26, The psalmist there was speaking of that of the righteous man. And as he did there in closing, he says, He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. This speaks of the characteristic of of that of the righteous. Whereas uh, uh, the wicked, they borrow and they pay not. uh, uh, As we know from that of verse 21, Here the righteous, there are ones Uh, that are merciful and a lend. In other words, they're they're generous. uh, And they help those who are uh, in need. And that's doing good. That's doing good. Just as the psalmist here uh, says there in verse 27, when he says, depart from evil and do uh, good, good deeds. I think of the Apostle Paul in writing to Titus. He says, uh, charge them to be careful to maintain good works. Baptists, they don't like that of the subject of good works. And yet, beloved, uh, the doctrine of good works is indeed found in the Scriptures. We don't do good works to be saved, but beloved, we do good works because we are saved. Uh, So, an exhortation, verse 27, to depart from evil and to do good and to dwell well forevermore. Then in verse 28, he says, For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Here in verse 28, we seemingly have that of somewhat of a reason uh, a given for that of what the psalmist said back up in verse 27, and then along with it, uh, uh, that of a contrast uh, between that of uh, the one who is righteous and the one who is wicked. He says, for the Lord loveth judgment, or the word judgment sometimes uh, is uh, that of just justice. Uh, Doing that which is right uh, uh, here, the Lord he loveth that of judgment he loves he loves that of justice that that of righteousness, and he says and forsaketh not his saints, he does not abandon uh, that of uh, his people, but rather he says they are preserved forever. They are kept uh, uh, forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Interesting, uh, as you look at that last statement, it is a but of contrast uh, in regards to that of the saints. Uh, says the Lord doesn't forsake His, his, his <laughs> saints. Uh, he, they, they are preserved forever. Uh, and He says, but... But, in contrast, the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. So, the contrast here is between uh, that of those who are the saints of God and that of their preservation, that of God's keeping power with regards to them, His upholding of them, uh, that they are safe, maintained in safety from injury or harm or danger. But as we come back to that nice statement, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Three times, at least prior to this, or four times, uh, in the psalm, the psalmist tells us the wicked shall be cut off. In verse 9, he says, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. In verse 22, He says, For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Verse 28, which is a a part of our text. Uh, And then verse 34, he goes on to say, Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off. Thou shalt see it. Verse number 38, But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. In other words, the idea here is is that the wicked, the transgressor, uh, they're going to perish. They're going to perish. Perish eternally. Verse 29, The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein for ever now earlier in the verses that we looked at this morning we had a similar uh, a statement uh with regards to that of inheritance uh verse 22 for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth inherit uh the earth uh as the children of god uh we do have indeed that of inheritance and Uh, as I was thinking about that of uh, uh, what Don was uh, teaching this morning about that of the Sabbath uh, and everything, Uh, uh, out in the future uh, there remaineth a rest for the people of God, we're told in the book of Hebrews. Uh, uh, But that's not the only thing that we're told. Uh, uh, Peter uh, speaks of the fair fact that this old world that we live in uh, one day is going to uh, experience uh, that of a uh, a burning. And there's going to be, uh, the elements are going to burn and melt. And there's going to be a great change. This earth is going to be changed. And yes, beloved, we as God's people, we will inherit the earth. We will dwell uh, here upon the earth with that of Uh, the Lord. John saw the great city coming down uh, from heaven in that of the book of Revelation. So the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein uh, forever. Now, of course, the immediate uh, uh, interpretation of that, of course, probably had to do with that of uh, the Israelites there. But for us today, uh, it has that futuristic Uh, 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 ideal Uh, Israel being a picture a type of the chosen people of God God's people uh, uh, and them inheriting the land uh, we as God's people uh, we also shall inherit that of eternal life uh, uh, and that of all the joys uh, of uh, the Lord verse 30 it says the mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom And his tongue talketh of judgment. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom. Characteristic of the righteous is to speak those things that are wise. Those things uh, that are uh, right. uh, Not that which is folly or, or that which is foolish. His tongue talketh of judgment. Uh, of those things which are just, those things uh, which are uh, good. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The law of his God is in his heart. Similar uh, to that of what David spoke in Psalm 119 uh, when he speaks of how, that he, how, how he loved the law of God. Uh, how that it was a meditation uh, uh, uh all day long, uh, how did he hid it in his heart uh that he might not sin the law of his God is in his heart, truly, those who are the righteous, those who are the children of god truly uh they they love god's law, they love that which is pleasing in his sight, and uh they love to please that of their Uh, Lord none of his steps shall slide here we have that word step again like we had back up in verse 23 steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way he, deli- he takes pleasure in His way. Here we're told uh, that none of His steps, that is, the one who is righteous, the one who <coughs> the law of God is in His heart, none of His steps
1: shall slide.
0: None of His steps shall slide. The idea here is, is that the course of His life will be one that is firm, steady. His life will be guided by that of the law of God which is in his heart. Verse 32. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The wicked watcheth the righteous. You know, the wicked they observe the righteous. They observe that of their lives and that of, that of the blessings that they enjoy. Uh, and uh, they are, whether they admit it or show it, they're jealous. They're jealous of that of the righteous and that of the blessings that come upon the life of the one who is uh, a, a righteous one uh, of the Lord. Uh, the wicked watcheth the, the righteous. He keeps his eye upon him and seeketh to slay him. Now, uh, we might think, uh, seeketh to slay him to uh, do harm to him in that of a bodily sense. But there's another way that, you know, we're, we, we can be slain, so to speak. Uh, wicked men can use that of words to slay us by speaking ill of us they don't have to do anything uh, physically with regards to us they can just merely speak those things that are that are uh, ill towards us uh, uh, lie lie about us or against us uh, and in doing so slay that of us us, our reputation, destroy us. But the psalmist goes on to say in verse 33, the Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. In other words, what the psalmist here is telling us is is that the Lord may allow, uh, and he does indeed allow things to go on with regards to the lives of the righteous uh, he allows that of the, that of the wicked ones uh, uh, to seemingly slay them with that of their words and uh, would seek to harm them. But beloved, it is only, it is only with the Lord in control over what is taking place. Only what is taking place. Only the Lord in control of it. The Lord is in control of it. You may find yourself. Or you may have found yourself. Uh, in that of a very difficult way. Or position. And it being because. Someone has lied against you. Or uh, has lied to somebody else. With regards to you. Uh, they have. They have. Used. Used you so to speak. Well the Lord knows all about it. And beloved, it would not have happened unless the Lord allowed it. A lot of times we don't understand why the Lord allows some things to come in our lives, some of the things that happen. But beloved, the psalmist here tells us here in verse 33, the Lord will not leave him in his hand. He will not leave him in his hand. Back up in verse, verses that we studied earlier this morning. It says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be able to cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. If you're one of the Lord's, he has his hand upon you. And he may allow, that is the wicked to swipe at you. Speak ill of you. Do ill will with regards to you. But He'll not leave you in His hand to utterly destroy. I think of that of the passage over in John chapter 10. Which brings such comfort John chapter ten, verse verse twenty seven. Lord here is speaking. He says, "My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish." Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me. Is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my. Father's hand. Note how that's worded. I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me. Is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of. My Father's hand. Oh how secure we as the children of God are. We're in the hand of the Lord Jesus. And that of the Father's. Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when He is judged. Now, he's still speaking of the saint of God here. What judgment is he speaking of here is the question. I believe the judgment that the psalmist here is speaking of here is, is that of the judgment here on earth. That, that, that of the judgment that the wicked would bring against that of the saint of God. Lord, we're not in His hand nor condemn Him when He is judged. As children of God, we have a perfect standing in the Lord Jesus Christ. There are some things that the wicked say with regards, with regards to those who are the children of God. And it's terrible to say, but sometimes those things are true. The world looks at us and they see things that we do that we ought not to be doing, and their 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 sight they condemn us for those things, and and they judge us for them. Beloved, the Lord Jesus has already paid the price for our sins. We have a righteousness that is perfect in Him. Wicked, the wicked will condemn us, but the Lord, He will not, nor will we experience that of the judgment of God. So do we have a reason to fret? Do we have a reason to worry about that of the wicked? The wicked on every every side of us? No. No, we have no reason. No, we just need to trust the Lord. Obey Him. Keep His commandments. When the dark times come, know that the Lord is there. He's there for us. And we'll be kept by Him. All right. Let us stand and we'll have that of a closing hymn. (coughs) Whether you still have the bulletin or not.
2: Pressing more closely to Him who is leading, when we are tempted to turn from the
1: way, trusting the arm
2: that is strong to defend us. Happy, how happy our praises each day. Stepping in the light
1: Savior uh, is our shepherd, and that we shall not want. Uh, Father, we uh, uh, are aware from your revelation uh, that uh, Satan, as a roaring lion, uh, goes about seeking whom he may devour. Uh, Father, we uh, know that we live in a hostile uh, world, uh, and uh, the uh, enemy is uh, all about us, where uh, we uh, uh, know that we are ourselves, our own, food, <coughs> uh, that we uh, resist uh, our own nature, uh, our flesh, the influence of this world, uh, wickedness upon high, where uh, we thank you that we uh, have thee as our high tower that we may uh, continually resort to. Uh, that we can look to Thee for once cometh our help. Uh, Father, We uh, may we rest in You and uh, know uh, peace, uh, even in uh, Torm, uh, uh, torment or uh, uh, in the trials of life. Uh, Father, we pray that You would bless us all and keep us, uh, especially throughout this coming, we do direct our steps and guide us. Father, we pray for our family members, each one. May my Holy Spirit be their teacher. And Father, may each of them find my dear son most precious. Lord, bless the gospel. May it go to the ends of the earth. Uh, Lord, bless our country, our leaders. Uh, give them wisdom. May they rule justly and wisely. Father, these things we pray. and We ask all this in the name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless you. Mm mm-hmm. you.